This episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by Helix Sleep. Listen, man, your boy's a road dog here, and I don't sleep great on the road, even though we get cool Airbnbs or stay at a dope hotel. The beds just aren't the bed that I have at home. I'm talking about that Helix Sleep. It's built for my exact body. Last night, I was finally back in my bed, and there's nothing like a Helix Sleep mattress. All my rooms have them at the crib. Can't get rid of my friends and family. Everybody wants to stay there. These mattresses are the best you will ever sleep on. If you like a mattress that's really soft or firm, sleep on your side, your back, your stomach, hot. With Helix, there's specific mattress for each and everybody's unique taste. Whatever you're looking for, we got you covered, man. Just go to helixsleep.com slash BTB. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They will match you with a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. There's, I sleep so damn good at home, man. It's crazy. Uh, they have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. So Helix Sleep is offering you guys up to $200 off all mattress orders and free pillows for the listeners of Below the Belt. HelixSleep.com slash BTB. Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place. But I keep the ground with T-Rock This is the best I've ever felt. Started doing stand-up, there's a new hand I've been dealt So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt It's time to go below the belt Welcome thickies, thickums, thickers It is Monday morning Raining, L.A. rain all night, all day I'm not mad at it though Grows the ficuses, grows the ficus wall around the crib And I have new bushes which I'm stoked for. Spring is here. Spring an hour forward, which makes no sense. Makes no fucking sense at all. I know they're trying to pass the law to get rid of this time change shit, and I'm all for it. Rubio says a lot of stupid shit, but this is one thing I'm on board with. Why not? Why not? Uh, to my understanding, Chin, it's because of the farmers back in the day. That's what I heard from you. That could be a rumor. Mm -hmm. That could be just gossip amongst the people. That's what I heard. My son asked me this morning because he was tired as shit and had to get ready for school. I told him it's because ninjas need more uh, darkness. Mm -hmm. The term spring forward and fallback are used to describe price changing, uh, blah, blah, blah. No, All right. It. Nope. Nope. Say say why reason? why uh, spring forward fallback reasoning? No, say why. I wish there was a better way. This is the weekend we switch. I love right. to do that. to save daylight for the end of the day and evening activities because the weather's ni nicer. The people should vote on it, man. The main purpose of daylight saving called summertime. Summer summertime. Just to make better use it's of better daylight. It's better use of daylight. We change our clocks during the summer months to move an hour of daylight for, from the morning to the evening. If you live near the equator, day and night are nearly the same length. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Don't live near the equator, though, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought it was the farmers. Pretty sure it still is. Uh, in 1916, two years into World War I, the German government started brainstorming ways to save energy. In those days, coal power was king, so people really did save energy, and this contributed to the war effort by changing their clocks. Okay, but that's 1916, you know, and it's World War I, and we have energy. Text like, what'd you say? Um, the history of daylight savings time. Uh, is used to save energy, make better use of daylight. It was first used in 1908 in Thunder Bay, Canada. Canada. Thanks, Canada. <laughs> um, that's it, just to make better 40 use of the 40% of the countries worldwide use it to make better use of the daylight. So it all is daylight. Mm -hmm. yeah, let's stop doing that. Let us, come on. I know, I don't like it. Let the people, I, have you ever heard anyone be like, I actually like it, man? I think it makes sense. Really? Oh, yeah, you dig it? Yeah, think about it. It's like your kid plays soccer. It's not going to get dark as late. Like, it's just so it's, mm. it's brighter later when it's nice out. Uh, but play soccer at night, though, with the lights <laughs> on, you know? <laughs> no, That's why there's soccer that, that fields. That was a bad example. <laughs> what else you got? That's it, right? Like a summertime, happy hour, you get extra fucking like, hour like of light. I hate changing so Just leave thing. shit alone. The microwave. Arizona and gets it right. Arizona doesn't switch. Yeah. They seem to be all right. It's a pain, it's a pain in the ass, man. I'm fresh off the plane from Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio, as the kids call it, and everybody uh, that speaks English. Cleveland, Ohio, uh, it was chilly down there. 
It was freaking. Uh, <laughs> what? Fucking, fucking, I just saw fucking Theo. <laughs> so, that- so, so, uh, yes, this one literally my favorite, one of my favorite owners in all of comedy, um, Nick Costas uh, in Cleveland owns Hilarity. He's owned it for like thirty six thousand years. He's nine hundred years old. He's funny. He's great. He's in great health. And every time you say, if you sell out five shows consecutively, he has a bat made for you from Johnnyville Woods. And so this is dope. So he brings the bat uh, to me, and I have two of them hanging on my wall. They're framed on my wall in my uh, man cave, mm-hmm. and I frame all of them. They mean the world to me. And uh, Johnnyville Woods, uh, the owner of Johnnyville, he has like three sons. One's like a genius. And the other is, uh, I had no idea, is a big fan, a big fan of things that I do. And so he knows I'm a Browns fan, and he's a big King of the Sting listener and firing the kids. So he made the bat a special, they've never done it before, in Cleveland brown orange. So it's like this Cleveland brown orange. And on the bat has the King Sting logo, and you flip it over and has a special, it says, uh, it engraved in the bat, says, uh, thanks for all the laughs, buzz, buzz, gang, gang. I just see it now. Yeah, it has my name on it. It's dope. fucking sick. It's so dope. I know it's so dope. So I'm gonna frame that bad boy. But uh, Theo put uh, is that Callan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your boy is uh, triple header today, man. Below the belt, the anchor ship show right here, doing it now. If you're listening to this or watching this, then I have Fighter and the Kids with Chappelle and Malik B. And then I have King of the Sting with Chris DeStefano and the Culture Corner. Chappelle and Cat will be back in there. Uh, three shows is, uh, it's fun, man. No complaints here. No complaints here. Got to do three shows because the only day Chrissy D could do the show. And then also, uh, due to the snowstorm and other shit, Theo couldn't fly into LA. So, alrighty. That's what you got to do, man. That's mm-hmm. what you got to do. Also, my birthday week, kids. Also, my birthday week. That's me fucking up Jay Shab. <laughs> Uh, what's roots of fight? Ouch! Blatant disregard of the, of tap. the tap. So callous. I love when I could finally turn the tide <laughs> on my older brother. He and now he uh, he kept fucking with me, man. He's tapping. Listen to Justin. Justin, I know anything about <laughs> grappling or nothing. He actually hurt his arm here. That looks like it's gonna hurt. Well, like it- spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. He was just sore. Damn. He's thick. He's all right. Yeah. He had to leave Cleveland a day. Look how happy he is. I know. He had to, <laughs> he had to leave Cleveland a day early because of the snowstorm in Denver. Uh-huh. Some places got 26 inches. You can fucking keep that, Colorado. I hate snow. My dad sent me a picture just snowed in. So he goes, isn't it beautiful? I'm like, fuck, no, it's 70 here in L.A., Dad. That's why I moved the fuck out of here. Did he get his shots? Both he got his shots. Yep, he got both of them. So he's going to come visit? He's going to come visit Sweet. in uh, May. I think I'm gonna get the Johnson Johnson. I'm going with Johnson and Johnson shot. That you just one shot, everyone shuts the fuck up. No one knows what shot you really get. The the double, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Give me the Johnson Johnson. I don't get it anyway, but if I have to to travel and shit, give me that Johnson Johnson. Uh, I because I had to change my flight because the direct flight from L.A. There was no direct flight at the time coming back, so everyone had to stop in Denver. Two thousand flights were canceled in Denver due to the fucking shit storm out there literally a shit storm of snow so i had a so i rebooked a direct flight uh on spirit airlines you ever flown spirit yes chin it is just a free-for-all it is just it is the greyhound of the sky their drinks nah man wi-fi nah nah tiny seats 
I mean, my, my buddy made the best point. He goes, I, I don't understand. This is Stevie Blay goes, I so funny. He goes, we're on the flight just bunching. He goes, I don't understand. Elon Musk talking about flying people to fucking Mars in two years and, and Spirit can't figure out how to get Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's so true, man. Uh, but moving on, there were fights this weekend watching the green room. Uh, saw most of the main card. Saw some of the fights on the prelims. Uh, all from my little phone. So uh, about a four-inch screen, but it gets the job done when you're in uh, a crunch time. Um, yeah, Leon Edwards, uh, Muhammad. I'm a huge Muhammad fan. I, I'm also a Leon Edwards fan. It's well-documented. Anyone who's British, I fucking root hard for. Uh, Leon Edwards is in a tough fucking spot, man, because you click on him, Jen, you look at his <clears throat> activity, right? He's supposed to fight Hamzat, and that was on, off, on, off, on, off. Uh -huh. Then finally, they give him uh, Muhammad, who stepped up, fought two weeks prior. They give him that guy. He's just in a tough fucking spot. His last loss was to the champ, Kamara Usman, in, uh, that was six years ago. That was six, ready? Six years ago. Six years ago, he lost a fight. Uh, since then, that boy has done work. My mate has done fucking work. Biggest win, um, you know, he'd be an older Cerrone. That was fun decision. Uh, Gunnar Nelson split decision. Uh, where's Gunnar Nelson? I know they're all shut down yeah. out there. Where's having a Gunnar Nelson? So I always loved watching him fight. And then Dos Anjos, great win there. Uh, kind of controlled that fight. And then he, you know, he, I definitely thought he deserved a title shot. But we're in this weird world where uh, Instagram followers get you, uh, or if the fans, popularity with the fans gets you title shots. But no one's more deserving, no one's more underrated than Leon Edwards, by far. And so he fights Muhammad, which does nothing for the guy. He just wants to be active. Hasn't fought in basically two fucking years, a little, little under two years still. That's an eternity for a fighter. Hasn't fought in two years. Usually fights twice a year. Hasn't fought in two years. Decides to just take what he can get because the Hamzat fight was falling off. I figured if he beat Hamzat, he'd get a title shot. So he does Muhammad a favor and takes the fight. Flies out to Vegas. Hasn't had payday in two years now. I want you to think about it. Not getting paid in two fucking years. Uh, and he's ranked number three in the world. Fights Muhammad and pokes the guy in the eye. Goes knuckle deep in his eye. Balls deep, knuckle deep in his fucking eye, and it's uh, you know, no contest. Worst case scenario, doesn't move the needle, doesn't put you anywhere closer to the title shot, even though you deserve it. Um, you know, so you do one of two things with Leon Edwards. You either run it back with Muhammad, which I'm not mad at if they want to do that and do it soon. Cool, everyone's ready to go. Uh, and you know, Muhammad wasn't getting like lit up, but he definitely it was a tough fight for him. The distance seemed to be an issue for Muhammad. Him being a pressure fighter, that's what he does. Uh, his back was against the, the cage a lot of the fight, especially in the first round. So, you know, for Muhammad, his strength is his pressure, his tenacity, his, you know, he's, he's definitely a better wrestler than Leon Edwards. As the fight went on, it, it swayed more in Muhammad's favor. So it's tough to say, ah, Leon Edwards won that fight. I don't know. I don't know who could say that. But what I will say is for Leon Edwards, you either do a direct and immediate rematch with Muhammad, who Muhammad deserves it, really save this card. You owe it to the guy. Or you just give Leon Edwards a title shot. Man, if I came up to you said, hey, check this off your list. One less thing to worry about. Check food off your list. It's a big thing, especially if you're on a diet or you got kids, you got a family, you're working, you're grinding. You don't want to worry about your meals, man. That's why you need to let Freshly take care of that. Take the pressure off you and your family, and Freshly can do that, all right? Dinner can be complicated. In 2021, we don't need anything more complicated. That's why Freshly is here. Their chef-made meals keep dinner delicious, simple, and better for you with nutritious ingredients in every single dish. A wide variety. They taste great. With Freshly, it's simple. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. They come ready to go. Just heat them bad boys up. Grocery shopping, cooking can be a pain, especially right now. You got to wear a mask. It's exhausting. With Freshly, take that all out, man. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every week so you can keep your fridge stocked and skip the trip to the store. 
Ordering is easy. Visit Freshly.com, F-R-E-S-H-L-Y.com. Choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak peppercorn, sausage-baked penne, and their chicken pesto bowl. I can't eat any of that because I'm thick, but whatever. Freshly can fit your lifestyle with a variety of plans and meals to pick from that work for your dietary needs, diets, preferences, tastes, family size, all right? My kids love Freshly. They won't freaking stop ranting, raving about it. Even my one-year-old who can't talk points up Freshly, so that's cool. And now you guys can try Freshly for just $6.16 per meal. Stop searching the internet for healthy food near me or every night and start living freshly. Your meals are always delivered fresh, never frozen, and are ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes, all right? So right now, Freshly is offering you guys $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash belt. Make eating better your New Year's resolution and get a special limited time offer. Go to Freshly.com slash belt for $40 off your first order. First two orders. That's cool. Try Freshly now for a limited time. Get $40 off your first two orders. Go to Freshly.com slash belt to learn more. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the sack. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence in the bed when it's time to go, man. Blue Chew is online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor office, no awkward conversations, no waiting line at the pharmacy, ships right to your door, a little discreet package. The process is easy, man. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Again, it's all done online, dog. Don't like swong pills? Cool. It's Blue Chew. They're chewable. Figure it out. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And I got a deal for you below the bell, listeners and watchers. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code SHAUB, S-C-H-A-U-B, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code SHAUB, to receive your first month free. And I thank Blue Chew for being part of the podcast. You know, I, I know he doesn't have a million Instagram followers. I, I know, you know, he lost to Kamara Usman, the champ. But you got to do what's right sometimes. You got to do what's right, and that's what's right is, you know, it's not Leon Edwards' fault, a fucking pandemic kid, or Hamzat got COVID. You know, that's not on him, so he shouldn't be disciplined. Uh, let the guy fight for the title because, again, they haven't fought since 2015, man. Six years ago, two completely different fighters. And you see how much better Leon Edwards, more crisp, more controlled, more experienced. But on the other side of that, you got Kamar Usman, more controlled, more experienced, more uh, championship fights, you know. So um, I would like to see it. I don't think it's just a toss-up that Leon Edwards is going to put on the same performance as he did six years ago. Anyone who says that's out of their goddamn mind. So I'd love to see a, a championship fight for Leon Edwards. I doubt they do it. And if you're not going to do that, do the immediate rematch with uh, Muhammad, Leon Edwards, in Vegas again. Just book it in the next two or three weeks if Muhammad's eye is okay. Um, that's such a shame. You know, I, I know a lot of people are saying, we got to do something about eye pokes. You know, this is ridiculous. The only logic case I've heard that people have made to focus on getting rid of eye pokes, they're going to happen no matter what gloves you use. But it's changing the gloves. You know, Bellator uses a different glove. One Championship uses a different glove. Um, there's a few other leagues that use different gloves. PFL. You know, UFC is kind of the only one that uses this open glove. Um, the only, my only concern with using those rounded gloves would be grappling. It may, might make grappling a little more challenging, but at the end of the day, you want knockouts. You want to take care of the guys on their feet. So you'd have to change the glove. You'd have to change the glove. Um, you know, I don't know if UFC is even considering it. What's this, Jen? Trevor Whitman was working on gloves. I guess they're supposed to be really good, but the UFC wants to own the rights to it or something. So, Let me tell you something about Trevor Whitman and his gloves. Trevor Whitman has been working on gloves since I was working with him. That's <laughs> fucking 12 years ago, and he finally got it done. So the UFC wants to own the gloves. Something like that. Trevor wants to license it. Yeah. It's time to sign a deal with Trevor Whitman and get some new gloves in the UFC. And what's Trevor Whitman's gloves look like? Let's take a look. There's Muhammad with one fucking eye. Enjoy your no contest with one fucking eye. I know. Again, my concern is the grappling. That's them? I guess. 
So more like a fist? Yeah, I can't tell. Yeah, you can't tell. That thumb is completely cut. The, the thumb would definitely be an issue with grappling. Hmm. Oh, I see what Trevor did there. Yeah. Huh. You definitely eliminate a lot of the eye poking. They're still going to happen, but maybe not at the same. Does that look like you would be able to grapple fine? Or does that look like it'll... I'd have to put them on. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Pride did it. Those mm -hmm. guys could grapple. Yeah. So maybe it's not a huge issue. There's also hand stuff too, right? If you're going to grab someone's hand to remove them, it's going to be all puffy. Yep. Yeah. I'd like to see Trevor's glove. Trevor's brilliant. So that's a shitty deal. Worst case scenario in that welterweight uh, division. Welterweight's weird, man. You look at the top like five dogs in that division. No one's fought, fought each other in a long fucking time. They're all fighting outside the top five. I love rankings. I do. I love rankings. I like the number system and all that stuff. Obviously, people vote for them are a little weird. But uh, <laughs> it's tough because guys hide behind the rankings. So you're, you're not. It's tough. It's fucking tough. Uh, the the only guy I see in that division who I'd like to see fight Kamaro if they don't give to Leon would be uh, Wonder Boy. If you want to do a title eliminator to get a clear cut winner, you do Wonder Boy versus um, Leon Edwards. Mm. And then Michael Chess is your your straight up dark horse there. That's what I do. Let me see the rest of the card, Chin. Mm -hmm. uh, Ryan Spann looked fucking fantastic. Dan Ige looked amazing. MVP of the night. Um, that Eric uh, Anders and Darren Stewart, there you go, illegal mm -hmm. knee. He's winning the fight. Angela Hill looked fantastic. Huge fan of Angela Hill. Uh, also a huge fan of Ashley Yoder, but that's, you know, Yoder kind of got dealt with there. Ronnie Yaya, of course, got a submission. Um, J.J. Aldrich, I'm a big fan of. Yeah, cards def. You know, there's some great knockouts, but you know that that may, when the main event goes down like that, you leave with a sour taste in your mouth. It's just not what you want. And then you have back to back weekends of those illegal knees. What can you do? That's the fight game. At least at least there's fights going down. And then you have fights this weekend. Uh, I I don't know if it's as deep of a card. The main event's fun with Derek Brunson, Kevin Holland. My boy Gregor Galepsi's back, who I'm a fucking huge fan of. Tied to Avasa. I drank one of his loogies. I feel sick just saying that out loud. Um, always rooting for Tied to Avasa. Dante Myers. Mays? Dante? Dante Mays? Looks like Mays. My boy Ty's going to get that done, hopefully. Gregor Galepsi versus Brad Riddle is a great fucking fight as a co main event there. Uh, Derek Brunson, Kevin Holland. I'm a huge Kevin Holland fan. Uh, also a fan of Derek Brunson. Here's the X factor with this. Obviously, Kevin Holland wrestling is not his forte. Derek Brunson wrestling is his forte. There's your X factor in this fight. How, you know, and obviously, Jock Ray got Kevin Holland down early on and then uh, did some weird thing where he stepped in his garden line and punched him in the face and got knocked out. So, um, you know, I don't think Derek Brunson made the same mistake. I think Derek Brunson's not going to let Kevin Holland get off. I think he's going to stay close, make it a dog fight, get him down, and, and it's, it could be a long night for your boy Kevin Holland. But there, whenever you break down a fight like that, right, that's easy to say. Derek Brunson's better wrestler going to take him down. Kevin Holland's takedown defense isn't great. Okay, but Jacare, who is one of the best jiu-jitsu practitioners of all time, they say he's a fucking tank on top, got knocked the fuck out on top. Kevin Holland has that X factor where you don't know what the fuck he's going to do. He's not going to do traditional things that Derek Brunson's seen in the training room. So, uh, you know, that's the huge X factor there. What's the betting lines on this, Chin? This is DraftKings here? Yeah. Right there. Plus 140 Brunson. Kevin Holland's minus 177. Mm, that's good money. That's really good money. It's really good money, especially if Derek Brunson, you know, if you're, if, I always like to bet on dogs. So I like to make money. So Derek Brunson's not a bad dog there mm -hmm. with his wrestling pedigree. Again, you're, you're betting against him not getting fucking KO'd with some weird punch from the bottom because he's going to spend a lot of time on his back unless he can somehow negate and get to his feet, which it's, it's going to be tough against Derek Brunson. That's a great fight, though. Gregor Gillespie, Brad Riddle, fan-fucking-tastic fight. Love uh, Gillespie. 
obviously had his issue with uh, our boy Kevin Lee. He got dealt with in that. There was a make it or break it fight for Kevin Lee. Um, Gregor Gillespie to get back. He's probably I mean, how many fish has he murdered since that Kevin Lee fight? Tattoo of Asta, one of my faves. Yet yeah, this this it's not gonna blow your back your fucking hair back, but some of the matchups could be better than this than this previous weekend's. You just count down to Steve Bay versus Francis. When I was in Cleveland, I had so many people asking about Steve Bay and Francis. And I said, listen, I realize I'm in Cleveland. Uh, go Steve Bay. That being said, tough fight. But even the people in Cleveland are like, man, I just don't know. I just don't know. And every single fan in Cleveland, whether I went and got coffee or whatever it was, um, like if Steve Bay can just get out of that first round, and I, I kind of agree with them. If Steve Bay can weather the storm in that first round, Another thing you got to think about is Francis hasn't been in there that much at all. You know, the Rosenstruck fight, I, what, what do you learn from that? Nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. If he does that against Steve Bays and get taken down. So as much as we want to say it's a different, different Francis, is it? What, 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 show me on tape how it's a different Francis. If you watch that Ro Rosenstruck fight, it's not different. Wasn't Francis just on Rogan? Yeah, not too long ago. He's scheduled to come on food truck again too. Um, probably after the fight. You can get Steve Bay on. It's tough. He's a homebody. Fights fires and shit and stuff. Give him to come chat with me to eat fucking food. Very tough. But yeah, if you look at just you know, everyone's like, it's a different Francis. Is it? Is it? Is he still a power puncher? What was he what was he getting better at? We saw the slow mo of that fight. He missed a punch of punches. Hey, Bart Simpson it, man, where he just ran at him. Yeah. So the the argument that it's a different Francis, I think men, it, mentally it is. I think he's more confident. I think he's his you know his ego got checked once he got beat up by Stipe in the first fight, um, and he's been just on a tear since then, more controlled, everything like that. But it's a tough argument. And oh my god, that boy's jack tits, tits, tits. Look at his tits. Yeah, he looks look at him in the short shorts there. Mm -hmm. Also known as diapers. He looks fantastic. Yeah, it's just it, it, you gotta you gotta be curious about what Stipe's gonna come in there. You know? Stipe's had some injury issues, you know, some eye issues, back. I'm all for it though. I'm just counting. These fight nights are great, but they're appetizers. This is the whole enchilada, kids. I don't know why people always wanted to hit him. I know. He looks, like, bigger than normal, doesn't he? Yeah, they want to book Ryan Garcia on food truck. And like, would you let him punch you in the stomach? That's his thing. I'm like, no. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? How about no? Uh, if you have a better idea of or bigger, better argument on why Francis is going to beat Stipe, or who uh, Kamara Usman should fight next, or who Leon Edwards should fight next, or if they should do the rematch with uh, Edwards and Muhammad, if they should just rebook that. You can try and get on the show, What's Up with Brendan Schaub. Uh, we're shooting tomorrow, so submit your uh, questions, emails, videos to uh, btbsubmissions at malcolmedia.com. It's my favorite show to do. I love doing it. I love chatting with you guys. Literally my favorite thing to do. You guys make this show. Episode two is out now if you haven't seen it. Episode one was great. Uh, and episode three we shoot tomorrow, which will air Thursday. Also did a food truck with Ben Askin, which will drop not this week, but the following week. Uh, it's every other week. That's how they do it, even if we shoot it early. So you see a picture of me and him, and then it doesn't drop for like three weeks. So that's, that's just the way we do it. It's, it's fun. Um, but it's a fun one. I love fucking Ben Askin. He's out here training with Freddie Roach. So he came into L.A. to train with Freddie Roach and do food truck. We've been meaning to link up for quite some time. And finally, it happened. And, uh, yeah, he's one of my favorite guys in the sport. Guy was retired. And then Jake Paul starts talking shit to him. He's like, really? You want to do this? All right. How much you want to pay me? Yeah, I'll fight that fucking guy. Then Dana wants to bet a million dollars that uh, Ben Askren will beat Jake Paul. I like it. I'd get in on that bet. I'd put up 500K. 500K? I'd put 500K on Ben. Damn. Yeah, let's see if Dan actually does it. You think he'll actually do it? Because Jake Paul wants to bet him like two mil, I think. 
Yeah. What's a million to Dana, though? You I know? know. That ain't shit. Very true. It's not like his kid's 17th birthday party. <laughs> we got any new, any more news on... Uh, oh, wait. Here's Dana. Let's be honest. Jake Paul's in a fucking boxer. The guy's a fucking YouTube kid. Uh, Judah. Zab Judah put... Dana, I watched him. He's been working hard, Dana. I've seen him put, in, put it together. White said, Zab, no bullshit. You're hanging out with the kid. You know him. You're saying he can fight? Question mark. So the kid is... He's going to fight a wrestler... Decorated wrestler. I don't think people realize, and I get in this with Ben, how good of a wrestler he was. He won the Heisman twice for wrestling. Uh, but he's actually fought real guys. He's been a world champion of other organizations, MMA. Then Zab says, but it's different, though, Dana. When you're standing up from wrestling to you are standing up and letting them hands fly. One thing I would say about him is he got hands. I'm not joking. Dana put, I hope you can bet on this thing because I will bet a million dollars that he loses this fucking fight. I bet a million dollars that he loses this fight. Double down. Yeah, that's Dana White on Hotboxing with Mike Tyson. This episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by Helix Sleep. Listen, man, your boy's a road dog here, and I don't sleep great on the road, even though we get cool Airbnbs or stay at a dope hotel. The beds just aren't the bed that I have at home. I'm talking about that Helix Sleep. It's built for my exact body. Last night, I was finally back in my bed, and there's nothing like a Helix Sleep mattress. All my rooms have them at the crib. Can't get rid of my friends and family. Everybody wants to stay there. These mattresses are the best you will ever sleep on. If you like a mattress that's really soft or firm, sleep on your side, your back, your stomach, hot. With Helix, there's specific mattress for each and everybody's unique taste. Whatever you're looking for, we got you covered, man. Just go to helixsleep.com slash BTB. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They will match you with a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. I sleep so damn good at home, man. It's crazy. Uh, They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. So Helix Sleep is offering you guys up to $200 off all mattress orders and free pillows for the listeners of Below the Belt, helixsleep.com slash BTB. All right, what do you got, Jen? All right, the biggest news so far, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua, they signed a two-fight deal, and they said it's potentially going to be the first fight this summer, like July, June, and then the, the next fight later this year. Again, Tyson Fury is my favorite uh, boxer. One might be my favorite fighter, period, in MMA and boxing. I'm a little worried about him. He's been drinking again. He doesn't look like he's in shape. Mm-mm. And, you know, if Tyson Fury is at, you know, scale one to 10, if he's at a 10 in shape, mentally focused, skill-wise, he's at a 10, game plan 10. And Anthony Joshua, same thing, check 10, 10, 10. Uh, Fury beats him nine times out of ten. Now, if Fury comes in at a eight, and Anthony Joshua's at a ten. Joshua knocks him out. Mm. That's what's scary if you're a Fury fan. So I just don't like what I'm seeing from Fury. Now, could you know Instagram's not real, and that's just ten minutes of his life or ten seconds of his life. So who knows? But I heard him say, "Yeah, I haven't been to the gym. I've been drinking, and I can get in shape in seven weeks." I'm like, "Oh no! Oh no!" Because Anthony Joshua eats, sleeps, and fucking breathes boxing. And he realized how big of a fight this is. But I hope Fury, you know, it's just all, you know, marketing and bullshit and his personality. But thank God this fight is done. Uh-huh. This is what boxing needed, man. So the first one they're saying early this summer? Yeah. They're trying to do June or July. Hell yeah. They say where? No. And then you see this too, 50-50 purse for the first fight, and the rematch is 60-44 of the winners. So the, it's 50-50? Yeah, for the first Damn, the boy's making money. Yeah. And rightfully so. Thank God it's happening. Oh, I know. Yeah. I don't even fuck how much they make. I'm glad they're making money, but just please fight each other. For all of holy and boxing, please fight each other. All right. So this guy, Nazrat, uh, he looks just like Kevin Gastelum, right? Kelvin Gastelum. He dealt? Yeah, he doesn't look that much like him. Oh, dude. So anyways, uh, Brendan Fitzgerald actually called him Gaslam on the, the broadcast. Hold on a sec. Oh, he looks really similar there. That picture when he's next to him. So that was funny that Brendan Fitzgerald actually thought Errol he was Hawani put, Gaslam. I don't get it. Oh, you fucking looks? get it. Yeah, you fucking get it. Yeah. You get it, dude. Don't be smart ass. What else you got? 
UFC 259 apparently made 800,000 people. Ooh, not terrible. I thought it'd do more than I that. So being having Amanda Nunez on and you know Stylebender, Stylebender going for greatness. I figured it'd do more than that, but I'll take it. Pay- UFC recently raised pay per view five dollars. Okay, they said, "Oh, we're in a pandemic. People are broke. Let's raise the money." Yep. All right, so I listened to the Matt Sarah podcast with uh, Jim Norton. Yeah, I love them. He's great. Um, he, I remember the episode, the last episode, he, it was like last Monday, he was just kind of like talking about Aljamain and how he wasn't in his corner. Yeah. And he felt like he was like actually hurt. He went on this 10 minute like talk about it. Can I it. hear some of it? Yeah. Can the fans hear this? Yeah, I'll turn it up. And then, so he's saying right now that he just wants to just quit cornering altogether because he doesn't want to go through the pain of like, you know, oh, what if they keep asking me, why are you going to be in the corner or not? He's like, I'm just going to quit cornering just so you don't have to go through that pain again. I love him as a corner. Let me tell you a little bit about Aljo. Aljo is a great guy. Aljo's a great a good guy. human being. He's got a big heart. Yeah. He helps out the other teammates. He helps out like, the wrestlers, like in the wrestling club or whatever. You know what I'm like? He's, and I believe he has the ability to hold on to this belt for a long time in a, in a stacked division. Right. You understand? I think he can hold on to this belt. And Let me go all the way down here. Second, I feel that somebody doesn't want me in the corner. I'm out already. Like, emotionally, I'm out. Yeah, I'm you out. don't want to be there, right? I try to. I'm the fucking trying to get my head in the face. What am I, Paulie from Rocky 1? Hey, the, the meat guy's trying to stick his face in. I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm not that guy. Try, Jimmy, you like that one? Yeah. I see myself enough, You like that Jimmy. one? I see that. Like, listen, I mean, I don't need any more popularity, dude. I'm good. I thought this was something we were all in together. So if you think it, I mean, like if, if you think it doesn't hurt, like if it, it was like I'm not, I don't, I'm not attacking anybody specifically because Aljo made made these choices. But like, you know, when I found out I wasn't in it, I give Aljo a call, and uh, well, I feel stupid because I, I made a call right before that, leaving a nice message, and then <laughs> then I got the call from Longo, who's kind of like, what the hell, like. You know, how are you out of the corner? It's your team. And I'm like, I, you, you fucking tell me. Was Longo in the corner? Yeah, <laughs> yep. Longo was there. But I guess he has another coach, Nick. Nickman? Nixman, something like that? Uh, all right, I've heard enough. Shout out to UFC Filter. Yeah. Love both Jim Norton, all-time great. great comic. And then you got Matt Sarah, who's great, too. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I saw the drama with this. You know, I, maybe it's just a lack of communication with Aljo. I'll say this. Anytime... A fighter changes corner. There's obviously going to be egos involved and people's feelings get hurt. And he's obviously been the Aljo from the start. But there's a reason why Aljo changed camps. It's not because he doesn't like Matt Sarah, because he doesn't like the team. He just thought that was what was best for him. I've done the exact same thing. My coach didn't have a podcast to talk shit, but he was very upset. But Aljo's doing what he thinks best for him. It's such a short career. Sometimes you got to, you know, crack a few eggs and make omelets and you hurt people's feelings along the way. These fighters have to be so selfish, man. They have to be so selfish. And I doubt Aljo would just get rid of Matt Sarah, you know, over, you know, some some bullshit reason. Aljo thought it was the, the his corner was the best uh, corner to get him the victory. And that's why he did it. And a lot of these coaches, like, man, you know, again, I love Matt Sarah. I can't, there's not a bad word I have to say about the guy. But um, Aljo did what he thought was best for him, and you got to support it. You just have to support it. You have to. Again, this is more of a miscommunication. Aljo maybe should give him a heads up. Maybe I think Matt Sarah was caught off guard, and that's mm-hmm. where the issue, you know, comes from. But as far as, you know, putting somebody else in the corner, that's what he thought was best for him at the time. And Matt Sarah didn't like go off on him. He was just literally just talking about how he was hurt the entire yeah, podcast. It's because yeah. he cares, and that's what yeah. you want out of a coach. Yeah. You know, I, again, Aljo knows what's best for him. That's not the best version of Aljo I've ever seen in that fight against mm-hmm. Peter Jan. He was frantic. He was all over the place, getting slammed to the ground. That fight was going to get stopped if there wasn't that illegal knee and became champion. So you might want to reconsider letting go of Matt Sarah because mm-hmm. when Matt Sarah was in the corner, he wasn't fighting like that. I don't know who he replaced him with, but again, the fighters know best, man. There's a reason why he did it, and we got to support his decision. But just from the product inside that cage, that's not the best Aljo we've ever seen. Well, yeah, let me see what, what picture you post with the belt. Some say he's an actor. Some say he's a champ. Run it back. There you go. Well, it's a cool picture. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't need the cage, cage and the rage belt <laughs> in there too, man. Yeah, pictures of a girl in there. Yeah, she's a super piece. baddie. Yeah. You listen, you're not world champion. Just have some warlock on your hip. <laughs> Good for him, man. Yeah, that's not his girl. Jesus. He's just taking pictures with <laughs> that's Dan? a chick. Yeah, girl, super bad. <laughs> yeah, she's a baddie. All righty. Uh, yeah, they got to run it back. Quit calling out, fucking you know, king of cringe, uh, Cejudo. Quit. Mm, you're running it back, dude. That's what you're doing. Cejudo was, I think, on ESPN said that he's coming back too. I saw that. Yeah. All right, uh, Brandon Lee, Showtime Zone, Brandon Lee. He fought on Wednesday and had. Had a pretty badass knockout. Really bad knockout. Yeah. Hold up. In a weird way, this might be Santia's best bet to weather storms like this. So the lead punches herself out a little bit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the guy's a killer. Killer, Mm -hmm. son. And he's a part Korean, part Mexican, right? Ooh, mixed, right? Combo. A lot of rage in those jeans. (laughs) All right, this is another big news. Tony Ferguson and Benil Dariush, UFC 262. Yeah, I was hoping for Tony Ferguson and uh, Makachev. But I'm a huge Dariush fan. That's a great fight. That fight is first team all violence. That fight's going to be bloody as fuck. Great fight. Great pair. I'm I'm so curious to see where Tony Ferguson's at right now. Everyone's kind of writing him off. I'm not willing to write him off yet. So curious how he looks in that fight. Same. See, some people are saying that he aged like crazy in like seven months because the way he looks now versus... Aged by 19 years. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dan Hardy finally kind of... It's a long one, but I'll read it's it worth it. Yeah. Because I'm such a Dan Hardy fan. Apologies for my science on this current situation. I'm still chasing answers privately and taking some time. This is what I can say at this point. Did he do this on his podcast, Lizard Brain or some shit? I think he might have wrote this somewhere. All right. Uh, it was a verbal disagreement between myself and a member of the UFC staff. Is forthright but not aggressive and specific to work. I've apologized to this individual for the embarrassment they must have felt. Yeah, but it really tore into them. As a small handful of our colleagues from the British media were present, we were taking a brief break from recording UFC 258 content a few hours after the Holloway Cater event had concluded when the disagreement occurred. Conversation could have definitely taken place in a better location under better circumstances. BT Sport have not fired me, thank God, and are still keen on working with me in some capacity. I'm appreciative of their interest in a continued collaboration. Thank you all for the support and comments across the accounts. They are paying attention and making efforts, although there's pressure to push me out entirely. Yeesh. The Raptors, you talking about the Toronto Raptors? <laughs> Do we know? I think so. The Raptors were quarantined for three weeks in order to attend UFC 259. That doesn't make sense. I'll look it up. Uh, but had their credentials revoked, so we're uh, diversifying our content a little and appreciate your subs and support. It has been suggested that a reconciliation between myself and the UFC is possible, and of course, I hope that is the case. I have yet to speak to hear or hear from Dana and get a better understanding of perspective on the situation. The result of their brief and private investigation has left me with little closure and hope that at some point I'm able to get more information on what I've actually been accused I'm forever a fan of the UFC and dedicated in service of MMA. I appreciate all your kind words and support, both privately and publicly, and have lots of exciting offers to consider. With respect and gratitude, the outlaw. Have lots of exciting offers to consider. Come on over to the good side, dog. So I looked at Raptors. It looks like it's his thing. So you know he's, he has a full reptile YouTube channel? Yeah. So there's an Instagram that says Raptors MMA, and it just looks like Scroll up. this stuff. The Raptors were quarantined for three weeks. Um, is that his production team I'm or guessing, some shit? Yeah. Okay, not the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. Also, don't call your team the Raptors. <laughs> yeah, I hope they figure it out and it's all good. Water under the bridge. Yeah, hopefully he gets back with UFC. I hope so, man. God, UFC, man. Once you're on their blacklist, take it from your boy, Dan Hardy. <laughs> they ain't ever fucking with you. Alrighty, um, this is just a quick one. There was rumors that the 145 division women's would be going away, but Dana White says they're not doing any subtractions. They're going to keep it the way it is. And yeah, however so that, long Amanda wants to defend listen, the belt, listen, 145 goes away when Amanda goes away. Yeah, that's basically what he said. 
whatever Amanda wants to do. But as soon as she retires, see you, 145. Uh, Megan Anderson, I didn't know this, but that was the last fight on her contract. So I guess she's, I'm not sure if she's going to return to the UFC, but that was the last fight on her contract. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, for a fighter, when you realize that you're not even close to being a world champion when you got Amanda Nunes there. Listen, under any other circumstances, Megan Anderson's a world champion in the UFC. Unfortunately, you got Megan Anderson there. Um, Amanda. Uh, uh, yeah, you got Amanda Nunes there. So, you know, it's just the it's just the way it lined up. It's a shitty deal, and you're never, ever going to beat her. So she's just going to take her ball and go play somewhere else. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of opportunities for me across the world. Yeah, for sure. I'm a fan of Megan Anderson. I like that girl. She's such a beast. Again, she's the best 145 on the planet, not named Amanda Nunes. Another one, Juliana Pena and Amanda Nunes. So Dana White is actually thinking about putting them together since there's no one else either. I mean, no, this is for bantamweight. Do you like that fight? Yeah, because Holly Holm did her appendix burst or some shit. Yeah, something like that. Kidney. That's what happened to you, right, Jen? Mine was an appendix. I think hers was a kidney. Hers was, ooh. Yeah, appendix, like whatever. Kind of don't need it. No. Kidney? We need those. <laughs> I think you can give one away and still be cool, though. Because uh, when we were shooting Firing the Kids on Wednesday, you looked pale as shit, Chin. I knew and something you, was wrong. You tried to blame it on the tacos, which frustrated <laughs> me. And I kept saying, coronavirus. And then you went to the emergency room after the show. And... Uh, you had to have surgery? Had to have surgery on the spot. Oof. Yeah. It's good that I went though. I mean, I was gonna I was gonna go home and like just fight Power it. Through it. But then if I went home, they would have burst entirely. Why did it burst? Just because you're old? Just uh, older, yeah. I guess I aggravated because I was working out the day before. Uh, it, 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 it just well, happens sometimes. Yeah, when you get old, shit starts popping. Yeah, it sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah. You felt like shit, huh? I was deaf. I knew something was wrong. I was in so much pain. Yeah, you your skin, you looked yeah. like Korean zombie. You looked crazy so make sure to check your check your body if you ever feel stuff just go to the hospital yeah you go to the emergency room you don't fuck around nah i had to go and they did surgery they're in and out man yep look at you now i know feeling amazing got a suit on and shit (laughs) holly whom uh reveals kidney issue that knocked her off the upcoming card hopes rebook fight with juliana pena Mm -hmm. listen that fight might never come to fruition if juliana beats amanda nunez doubt she does but Man, that's a bummer. So last Wednesday, I had super abdominal pain, so I went to the urgent care. Um, it's been kind of something reoccurring, but obviously hasn't driven me to the urgent care until last Wednesday. Lo and behold, I have hydrofirosis, 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 which is where the kidney does not drain to the bladder correctly. Uh-huh. Swelling the kidney due to a buildup of urine happens oh. when urine cannot drain out kidney to the bladder from a blockage or obstruction. They made me last night uh, to get a little procedure done to get a stint put in there, but I do not need to get it fixed permanently. We're just waiting for that. The good thing is very, very fast recovery. They say four to six weeks. The sooner I can get in, the sooner I can get out. The sooner I can be training, hopefully we'll get this fight postponed. All right. All right. Love Holly Holm. Look Mm -hmm. at her. She reminds me of my Aunt Nubby if she was a world champion. (laughs) That's a good thing. How Aunt old Nubby's, is your Aunt Nubby? Aunt Nubby's my favorite person on earth. Uh, 60-something. Oh. They look pretty similar. Interesting. Okay. Let's see. Dana White's not, he's actually not sure now about Hamzat. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's not sure about if he's going to turn out because I guess Hamzat's continually to, tr- you know, try to train and train when he's not supposed to, but he's like constantly doing it. And he's just feeling like shit. Yeah. And then, isn't it weird how COVID fucks with people? That's just like very some strange. people are, you know, like I was fine. Yeah. All my family got it. They were fine. People in here got it. They were fine. And the Hamzat's like, you know, deathbed mm-hmm. and he's in phenomenal shape. Uh, that's scary when Dan says, I don't know what's going to play, how's it going to play out? Mm-hmm. God, has we ever seen a star fall harder? The hype, the on hype that, was amazing. Dude. And then COVID said, hold, hold, boom, get the fuck down. Mm-hmm. You ain't fighting. Uh, his manager, Ali, says that he is coming back. And then I think Hamza even called out your boy, Neil Magny. But who knows what's going to happen? Listen, dude, your fight right now is with COVID. Yeah. Don't be calling out the gazelle. <laughs> he changed his name, though, to like the Nigerian nightmare, some shit. Mm. But you gave him the gazelle? I gave him the gazelle 10 years ago. 
How dare you change your name? How dare you? I also gave Cordy Sand Sandahagen the Sandman. You're welcome. Yeah, that was dope. Gave Santino Red Rocket. <laughs> gave Brian Rinks. Gave Brian Seal, has so many good ones. Gave Seal the Rat King. Also gave Brian uh, Earthworm. Wrinkled. <laughs> gave him Rinks, Wrinkles. A weathered worth or weathered worm. worm. Yeah, that was old a good fuck. One. <laughs> Gay owl. Gave Cat the nickname Cap. It kind of takes care of itself. Kathleen mm -hmm. is her full name. Kathleen. She said, "I'm the only person ever called her Cat," which is fucking mind blowing to me. I don't get it either. All I know is just Cat. Yeah, fuck and yeah. she's like, it doesn't does it's not. I introduced me. her as Cat. Yeah. And she's like, my name's Kathleen. I'm like, you get Cat. <laughs> we gotta market this shit, Cat. Kathleen, I can't fuck with. Oh, she's doing fine right now. Yeah, she's rich. Mm -hmm. She's rich. All righty. Um, this is a cool little kick. This is on UFC Fight Pass. Tornado kick. I'll show you real quick. Oh, fuck. That Pretty was dope. sick. Mm -hmm. Lion Fight 64. That was some blood sport shit. Damn, <clears throat> you seen the black half blood sport? The black guy? A little racist now I think back on it. The black guy? Yeah, the black guy. They made him jump around like a monkey. Oh, shit. Now I remember. Very racist when you think <laughs> yes. back on it. whole movie is racist. That was a dope-ass movie. Okay, though. USA. Yeah, some of those movies back in there are a little racist. Mm -hmm. Let's cancel that guy. That's yeah, the there's guy. the black guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was he on his hands like a monkey. Yeah, it was weird. And then he even had a move where he like beat his chest and hit the guy like a monkey. Really racist now that I say it out loud. Yeah. Let's go Good ahead and edit that part out, Bloodsport, in 1984. Because <laughs> if you don't do it now, Hollywood's going to get to you. Did you ever see anyone like, remember Bolo? The main guy, Chong Lee? Dude, I saw him in person at Gold. You said you didn't, he wasn't cool, right? No, he's very mean to my that brother. That sucks. And then my brother said, I'm glad you got your ass whooped by John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I looked at him, but it's a movie though, you know? But uh, yeah, he was like the biggest freaking Asian dude I've ever seen at that time. Biggest like set of Asian tits I've ever seen mm -hmm. on a man. Just bodied up. Dude, he was in fucking Bruce Lee movies, man. Yeah. What Look the at fudge? the that's tits not real. That, Look at the tits. That's not him. That was him. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, look at the tits on that, dude. Yeah, he's Korean, Jin? No, Chinese, I think. Oh, really? He played a Korean in the movie. Oh. Uh -huh. He does look a little Korean, yeah? Yeah, he has a Korean bandana on, but yeah, confusing. It is. But he does look Chinese, not you say it. Every bit of Chinese. Dude, it's my birthday this Thursday. Congrats. Birthday week. Bam, bam, bam. Congrats for living this long. Thanks, dude. Yeah. I'll be 38. Damn. Staring at the holes in my jeans like, mm, after Thursday, can I still wear holy jeans? Yeah, why not? When are you going to cap it off? At 40? Or are you going to cap I it off? I don't know, now? man. I might just be that swaggy fucking dilf. You know? Dilf. Still wearing Supreme and shit. If it looks good, go for it. Yeah, why not? Some swaggy grandpas out there. All right, Fabrizio Verdun, his debut's gonna be in May. And he's I'll show you who he's what fighting. Poor there. soul's about to get their fucking arm ripped off by Verdun in World Series. Henan Fajera. Ryan Fajera. Interesting. And Kayla's also in that. Kayla's about to beat the shit out of somebody. Her and Amanda Nunez are training partners, and they're close. You know that? No. Mm -hmm. I heard her in an interview. She's like, I, I'm getting sick of people keep saying, oh, you need to fight Amanda Nunez. Like, she's like, she just won. Like, why are you bringing my fucking name to it? That's her training partner. I love that girl. Had God, no idea. if I could just get some video of you guys fighting, that'd be uh -huh. great. I'm curious how that goes down. <sighs> Kayla's just so damn strong. So strong. Yeah. Seen her on food truck. Mm -hmm. I saw her walking in. She just looked jacked. Nice girl. Yeah. Are right, your boy Bradley Martin? Where's uh, he at? This is a, I think UFC gym. Recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what? it's at the Apex, and uh, he's with this other guy, still Steve Wildot, which is like a big YouTuber. Steve I think. Is, Steve's we'll his boy. It. I see we'll Steve in uh, the zoo gym. <laughs> Wildot. <laughs> okay, so this is them messing around in the cage. I think that's post two fifty eight. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Let me get the audio on this. Do either one of them? I'm gonna have to text Bradley. Do either one of them have any <laughs> jujitsu training or anything? It doesn't look like it. 
But Bradley looks strong as fuck. They're both strong as fuck. Oh. Oh. Full mount. Oh no! Oh, there he goes. He has some training. Head arm choke. Look at this. Oh, shit. I know. <laughs> Someone said stop the fight. <laughs> Jesus How Christ. How big is this uh, Steve will do it guy? Pretty Huge? Yeah, millions. Mm. Love Bradley. Yep. Uh, this I thought was pretty crazy. I don't know how they did this editing. Maybe but... me and Bradley should grapple. That'd be fun. Like for... Uh... Just thing? I mean, just to train. Oh, just to train. Yeah, just. I need he looks strong guys. as hell. So, yeah. yeah. Check this out. This is from uh, Boxing District. I guess this is Canelo's fight, but they just digitally removed him, so you just see the guy Holy getting punched. Fuck! How insane is that? <laughs> That's so cool. Looking. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> this guy's just gonna jack what by a ghost. Yep. Jesus Christ. Right there, boom. Oof. Man, that's sick. Yeah, I don't know how they do this, but it's insane. Um, So Eugene Berriman, Stylebender's coach, said that if he would have won the Yon fight, they would have went directly to fight Stipe. In I'm assuming Stipe beats Francis. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting too. I wonder how. I mean, not that Stylebender is the guy who looks back, you know, on fights and stuff like that and dwells on it. But you know, he, in hindsight, the the matchup made sense for him against Jan. But obviously, there was a number of things he was at a disadvantage under. Um, but his team told him to fight him. He didn't. He yeah, didn't, yeah. He didn't want to. His team mm -hmm. was like, "Oh, you should fight Jan." Then set it up. He's like, "Really?" And they're like, "Yeah, do that. This be easy work." Not easy work. But chasing greatness, that's that's cool. Love yeah. it. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah. If you think Jan was a problem, Stipe would have been a fucking problem. Listen, I think it's the best case scenario because it's not like Izzy just got destroyed or, you know, those 10-8 rounds of judges can suck this big white dick. But, you know, all in all, it's not like he received injuries or damage that's going to fuck up his career moving forward at middleweight. But you put him in there with a John Jones or Stipe, size matters, man. Mm -hmm. Size matters. This isn't jiu-jitsu in the fucking early 90s. Size matters. It was an eye-opener for sure. Yeah. Check this out. This is the, I guess this is like a peek into the Venom UFC gear. So this is your boy, Brian Ortega and Aljamain wearing it. So it's basically just that Venom logo, right? So it looks exactly the same. There's tossed a Venom logo yeah. in there. That's cool. I, I, you know, I'm not even hating on Venom. I hope it goes well for the fires. I hope they pay him more. It's just, I, I, uh, they were around when I was around. You know, they, uh, they sponsored me for a few fights and they're a French company. I just, it's a little alarming because Nike, Adarm, and them didn't want to fuck with UFC. So it's very strange. I wonder what's going on there. They, they probably saw the backlash Reebok guy. I know like, that's the biggest reason this. why. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was like the worst. Looks launch. cool. The old plane, you know, nothing too crazy. Yeah, as long as the logo's not like too big, then it's cool. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, I wanted to ask you about this. I saw the food truck diaries. Okay. With Eddie Alvarez and Demetrius Johnson. Did you enjoy it? I did. But then I was wondering, like, how come no one mentioned that fly on DJ's head? Did you see this part? Of course, I saw that part. So it was like when Pence was doing the the debate. <laughs> yeah. The fly landed. You just powered through it, man. I thought you were gonna say something for sure. No, nope. it was like so obvious. Oh, I thought the, uh, you, <laughs> <laughs> I thought the fly would dip out, you know, but he just kind of chilled. I'm surprised he didn't feel it. Me too. <laughs> but and he was in real conversation, so I don't want to fuck up yeah, his yeah. flow and interrupt him. I interrupt people as it is, you know, so I didn't want to fuck up his flow. He had a serious <laughs> conversation. <laughs> it's like forever too. It's great food too, man. Tiny yeah. tacos got it done. Wait, this one, Tanya? This was tiny. You did Askren with Chinese tacos. So you did it both times? Oh, I'm sorry. This was fat tacos. Oh, okay. And they were fucking fantastic. Mm. Only time I treat on my diet, fat tacos <laughs> and tiny tacos. Tiny Two bomb. food trucks in a week is a beast, man. I, that means I got to fucking cheat twice. Oh, yeah. How's, uh, how's your weight right now? 
Good. Yeah, still down 14, 15. Nice. Worked out at the Cleveland Browns facility called Cleveland Fit in Cleveland. Me and Chappelle did. Even Chappelle, Chappelle's looking a lot better too, man. I got to see. Because the Chappelle's a tricky one. Like he'll I'm lose weight and he can't tell. He'll walk around, you know, we get Airbnbs and usually my room's next to his and I'll walk around with his shirt off and I always go, what, what that gut do, baby? <laughs> and, you know, he'll like laugh and shit. But he came out, I was like, man, I'm, I'm really losing weight. My girl said I look different. He came out, even Jay was like, damn, dude, you look way wow. better. Congrats, Chappelle, man. Yeah, he looks way better. I look like Shaquille O'Neal next to those two. I'm enormous. Look how big I am. You know what's also weird? I didn't think DJ was that tall next to Alvarez. They're both small gentlemen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought Alvarez was way bigger. Uh-huh. If you haven't seen it yet, food truck, Eddie Alvarez, Mighty Mouse, available now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who this guy is, but it looks like he's a production guy. Courtney I know Hendo. Courtney. You do? Yeah. Oh, interesting. He's a beast. So he does Courtney used to right? do like the fight, uh, fight. Yeah, I know Courtney. Uh, like behind the scenes stuff? Or, or what? Yeah, yeah, he used to do all those dope stories for a long time, like the video. He was on Rogan. He's great. Oh, okay. Um, well, have I worked with Courtney? I know Courtney well. Uh, he was always blackballed for the MMA industry because I refused to let Hans Molenkamp disrespect me. And then he said, when, when I quit, I quit Monster, Monster Energy. Oh, that's where I met him. Monster. That's okay. I lost everything and almost went homeless. Because Hans told fighters if they did business with me, they would lose their Monster Energy contract. I rarely, yeah. I rarely tell my business on social media, but this has been a problem for years. That needs to be corrected. Monster sponsored fighters are held hostage. They're controlled and forced to do whatever Hans Molenkamp wants them to do to keep their contract. Much respect to Dominic Cruz for taking the risk, exposing this evil person. If that's true, then I don't fuck with Hans anymore. Mm. He's super talented. Courtney, I'm sure I could use you, dog. If you're looking for work, son, I need guys all the time. Hit me up, Courtney. He's super talented, dude. Super, super talented. Dude, Courtney. <laughs> dude, I know fucking Courtney. This is why I know him. Uh, not Sue Monster. Courtney uh, took pictures when I headlined the comedy store in La Jolla. Every year I headlined the comedy store in La Jolla, he would shoot pictures. I must have met him then, right? You met him. Okay. He's a great fucking guy. Courtney, hit me up. I have work for you. <laughs> you Homeless? Courtney? What? Courtney, hit me up. Is that him with his dime there? <laughs> I was looking at that too. Eviction notice. Ted has two weeks to vacate the premise to avoid for baby Hendo. Oh, yeah. Daddy, um, and he has a kid? Mm -hmm. Dude. Hit him up, Courtney. Hit me up, Courtney. And he got a kid coming, man? We'll I'll find a job for you, dude. He's a great dude. Great guy. Courtney, hit me up. <laughs> He's podcasting too. Yeah, that's how I know. I knew I knew him from somewhere. Because, yeah, he was the main photographer Monster. And then when I went to San Diego, man, I want to say he took pictures of my special during my special too at Spreckles. Hmm. He was at my special at Spreckles. And then he also shot me two or three times at headline the comedy store in La Jolla. Nice. The nicest guy on earth. Well, I will figure nicest. something out for you, Courtney. Hit me up. Well, there you go. Also, it looks like Courtney. your girl could do an OnlyFans account. I'm just spitballing <laughs> ideas here. Off the While top. pregnant. Too. Oh, and he has a kid. Yeah. Click on the kiddo. Kid's trying to go for that nit, that tit, dog. <laughs> He's so cute. Good for him, man. Yeah, great guy. One of the good guys in the sport. If that's true about Hans, I'm gonna talk. To, I'm gonna talk to Courtney. If that's true, I can't fuck with him anymore. Mm. God, there's been some bad stories about Hans, huh? It's coming out a lot now. Yeah, yeah. Al does take that little crack. I like other. It's kind of like Cuomo, right? One girl's like, mm, he touched me not appropriately, and then girls like, he did what? And then it was game set on. Mm. Uh, Luke Thomas, I heard him say like. He reached out to some fighters and like no one, no one had Hans's back. Yeah, so I text uh, Luke when I heard all this. I'm like, dude, you have you heard the accusations at Hans? He's like, yeah. The bad thing is, I reached out to a bunch of fighters. Not one fighter had a nice thing to say about mm -hmm. me. Like, really? You know, my relationship is different. I can only talk about from you know, like yeah. I did last week, from my perspective. He's been great to me, but also, I don't need anything from them. Like, you're not gonna hang five grand over my head what you want me to get on a bike and look like et get the fuck out of my face you know what i'm Such saying a terrible picture. 
you know, yeah, so it shows you, it shows you what financial uh, despair these fighters are in where they're like, all right, dude, I guess I'll give you a piggybacking and post a video of this. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why you, you know, it's a monster. I don't, yeah, I don't mm. know. Yeah. Strange. Very strange. Courtney's a great guy. Great guy. And I believe him. He's a really, really good dude. Seems like a good dude. And uh, congrats to his kid. Super talented, by the way. Great mm. photographer. So this is sad news, Marv- Marvelous Marvin Hagler died at 66. One of the, one of the greats, man. Mm-hmm. Legend. First team all body in his prime. Some phenomenal fights. Do we know what he passed away from? Said breathing problems. Huh. Um, it's unclear if it had to do with COVID, but that sounds like a COVID thing. I don't know. People are too easy to chalk I know. COVID these days, you know? For sure. He's also a 66-year-old boxer who went through some fucking wars, yeah. you know? So there's a lot going on there. Definitely. That um, sucks. So Rogan, I guess he showed a picture that he Do You drew. know Rogan can draw. Do, I saw Rogan's creative, sure. man. Yeah. Did he post a picture? Yeah. I guess this is when he was 15 years old. Jesus Christ. Great. He can draw, draw. Yeah. And that's Hagler. That's a great fucking picture. Indeed. Yeah, Rogan's a talented dude. All right, dude. I think that's all for current events, unless something popped up recently. That it? That's pretty much it. All right, man. Uh, yeah, shooting What's Up with Brendan Schaub, episode three tomorrow. If you have any questions or you got some points you want to make with your boy here face-to-face, uh, submit your submissions to uh, BTB submissions at malcolmedia.com. To get a chance to chat with your thick friend here, What's Up Brent Schaub will air Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Uh, other than that, Food Truck's out right now with Demetrius Johnson Alvarez. Next week, Ben Askren, Food Truck Drops. And that's it, man. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for subscribing. Stay thick. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Shit is open back up. But baby we're doing the damn thing. Uh, where am I? I'm in Spokane this week. For my birthday, Spokane, March 18th through the 20th. All shows are sold out. So we added a show on Thursday, an uh, early show. And then we added, oh, I'm sorry, we added a late show on Thursday, March 18th for my B-Day. And then March 20th, we added an early Saturday show. Get your tickets at FATKZ.com. And then uh, next week, March 25th to 27th, I'm in Miami, Florida. My God, do I have a fucking lineup for you guys. I have Chappelle Lacey, Luis Diaz, and um, Ricky Cruz and myself, the four of us, will be fucking quadruple teaming that thing. Those are three of the best comics you're ever going to see. So come on out. Miami, Florida, Miami Improv, March 25th through the 27th. Tickets at FATKZ.com. Also, for ThickBoy.com, uh, we sold out of the Thick Boy Nation varsity jackets and the hoodies in maroon and black. Uh, they should be restocked this week. You'll see it says sold out on there, but we are restocking this week. We're also doing a St. Patrick uh, week um, discount sale, St. Patrick's Day uh, sale. Um, so make sure you stay tuned. I'll be posting on my social media for all things Thick Boy related. But the Thick Boy Letterman jacket, Thick Boy uh, Nation burgundy hoodie, Thick Boy Nation black hoodie, those will be restocked this week. And then the remaining items will be put on St. Patrick's Day sale. All right? ThickBoy.com. Stay tuned. Love you guys. Spokane City this weekend. Miami next weekend. I'm out.